0: Blog Talk Radio. <music> Brothers Podcast. It's your host, Sam, and I have our other regular host, Chris, in studio today. Hello, Chris. Welcome. What's going on? Oh, not much. Just enjoying another winter day in the Midwest. Same with you, right?
1: Oh, yeah. It's gorgeous out today. Sunny, 17. (laughs) Can't complain.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's about the same temperature here. I think it's... Oh, we're up to 26 a little warmer, but anyway, yes, it is a heat wave, better than that polar vortex a couple of weeks ago, that's for sure, but um, yeah, we're here, um, we're obviously going to talk baseball, we thank Gert for hosting uh, two weeks ago, appreciate that, basically, we're at a point where there's still the biggest two free agents, they haven't signed anywhere, have they, Chris? No,
1: no, it's... It's pretty fascinating, actually, to see at this point. Man, hasn't this just dragged out
0: forever? Forever. Months. Probably three months? Four months?
1: Yeah, I mean, spring trading starts. Are are these guys going to even be in camp, you think, when... You think they'll be in A camp when they open?
0: Oh, man. Because the longer they wait, teams aren't going to be able to... um, You know, if they wait too long they're going to miss valuable spring training at that. Like they pretty much have to sign in the next week or two, the next week to even make it. I know pitchers and catchers are already reporting, but you're getting people. It's kind of like the bargain bin time for people to sign. And with uh, Machado and Harper, they're not going to, I don't see them agreeing to these Black Friday deals. Do you?
1: No, you know, I, I, I don't see it. Um, It's, it's interesting. You know, they're, it seems like there are teams that are willing to pay them. I always wonder if it's that they just are like, oh, really? This is who I have to go to? Like, um, right. I mean, Philly seems to be the team, you know, if, if you had to pick one of all the, you know, you're talking about Philly, you're talking about Chicago so far, San Diego. Um, Yankees have pretty much stayed out of it at this point. All the other teams that have been contenders for the last few years, you know, they're really they're really cap space and payroll salaried out at this point unless they were to clear some right. some room. So, you know, I almost wonder if if Harper and Machado are like, listen, we want our paydays and we wanna and we wanna contend next year, but it just looks like they can't have
0: the best of both worlds right now. Right. Right. Yeah, and it and they keep meeting with teams, but we've been hearing that for months. It sounds like uh, some of them met with... I think they both met with the Padres. I know Harper's met with the Padres also. But the Padres keep kicking tires. They have money to spend, and they have some good prospects coming up. But I do think... I just don't know if the Padres will actually pull the trigger. But I agree. The Phillies should. They have the money. Uh, other teams, I don't really see them doing it.
1: Yeah. So, so Sam, you... You have to pick a team right now. Who does yeah. Harper who does Harper sign with? I, I think we would I maybe we wouldn't agree. Well, let's back up. All right, if you're a team, yeah. do you want Harper or do you want
0: Machado? Oh man. I would personally rather have Harper just because he's I mean, they're both kinda they're kinda like like they like the spotlight, the kind of head cases. but I would personally rather have Harper.
1: Okay. You'd rather have Harper. I would agree. I would agree. I, I, I like Machado a lot. It's not that I think that, you know, Machado is not valuable or just as good as Harper is. I think he's proven that to a point and he's, he's really done so playing a premium position. It's, it's a lot harder to find a shortstop. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I think there's two reasons why I want Harper. One, the marketing. I think the marketing value of Bryce Harper, he, he's he, he's baseball's most recognizable player, I think, at this point. I mean, even more than Mike Trout. And that's mostly because Mike Trout, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't really – I don't know, I could be wrong about this, but I feel like he doesn't do a whole lot, you know, in terms of major marketing. Sure, um, sure. He's got, like, sub – off the top of my head, I think of Subway, right? Like <laughs> – But, you know, that's, that's not like Harper's got under armor behind him. And, and I think he's the most recognizable face. He's got a, you know, his signature powerful swing. Um, I, I think that Harper brings more to a team. Um, And and also if I'm going to take the longevity of that contract, you know, that they're talking about, I would rather have an outfielder at the end of that contract because likely and, out, and Bryce Harper as an outfielder is going to be producing at a higher level at the end of the contract than you know, a shortstop. Um, you know, the, those infielders, there's just so much more of a beating they take. A lot of the time they can't even play shortstop by the end of the, their career effectively. Um, yep. And, and that's more just to say, like, you know, hey, if I've got to sign this guy to a 10 years, 300-plus million, um, which Harper turned down 10 years, 300 million from the Nationals, I, if I that's the kind of money that I'm willing to invest in one of these guys. I, I just have to say I I would think that Harper in the end would pay off more. Yeah, I was thinking about yeah. that the other day. It reminds me of Barry Bonds. You remember like I mean, I was a little kid when Bonds played for the Giants, but I mean that's kinda of where we're at right now is is a, a free agent outfielder, you know, that is gonna contend the one of the largest contracts ever and, and Bonds, I think. You know, yeah, the whole steroid thing and whatever came up, but I think at the end of his career, Bond, Bond was still an effective player, and right. You know, I I just think that that's the that's the route I would personally go at this point.
0: Yeah, no. So I, okay, I so we talked about
1: you. those two. We talked about those two. So of the of, so we know. I mean, obviously, that's who we would want, but but who who do you think? I think they're two different questions. Who do you want to sign him is one question, but then who do you think will actually sign these guys? Sure. He had to put well, money on it I mean, today.
0: What do you guess? Yeah. So I still want, I still would want my Cubs to get Harper. They won't. They don't have money. Unless there's a whole smoke and mirrors thing, I don't think they will. Who should sign him? I think the Phillies. They have a young, darn good rotation. I think they should go after him. Uh, there's other teams I think should too, but they just don't have the money. I, I think he'll go to Philly, but I want the Cubs to sign him, but that won't happen. Machado, I think he should sign with. I think he should sign with the White Sox. He could be the face of that franchise in Chicago, a pretty big market. But who I think he'll go. He'll probably go somewhere. I don't even know where he'll go. He'll pro- I mean, the Phillies should probably try to get both, but I don't know if they will.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree that Philly should get one of them. I Mm -hmm. I almost feel like after everything Philly's done, it would almost be a mistake if they didn't get one. You know, I was looking over these rosters of this, of this NL East and it's pretty wide open. You know, I, I look at Atlanta and right now they have projected as their fourth hitter, uh, Nick (laughs) Marcakis. I mean, they're a really good team, (laughs) but, but that's a glaring hole. Um, I just think they're vulnerable. Um, you know, everything went super well for them last year. I think that it could well again, go well for them again this year. You know, I look at Washington, man, Washington is still a strong team. And if I think if Harper wanted, I think Harper wanted to win, you know, I think he made a mistake in turning down that 10 year, $300 million contract from the nationals, because this team is, this team, it looks very, very good. Um, you still have, you know, Eaton, Turner, Rendon, Soto, man. He he had a great year last year. I mean, you know, and every team struggles at the bottom of the lineup. Um, but, man, Harper changes that whole that whole lineup. And then you go to the pitching staff. I mean, they still have Serger, Corbin, and Strasburg. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, and Doolittle in the bullpen. You know, other guys who stepped up and, and did okay. Um, you know, they had to make some trades at the end of the year, right? I think Washington is the team that needs what really is the most formidable team. Um, yeah, I, I think Philly has to get one of these guys. Um, so I, I think I think if they get one, it'll actually end up being Machado. That just personally, I, I don't think Harper wants to sign there. I think he would have already, um, especially with the money and everything that they have available. Um, man, I, I think Harper. I I agree with you though that I think Machado, Machado probably would be best suited for Chicago. I, I think there's something about his personality and him just being in that market that would yep. be a great fit. Um, the team that I want to sign, I want to see San Diego sign Bryce Harper. I think yeah, they have he would a, young, really well. a young group of players. They have a young group awesome. of players. I think they could make some change. I think they could make some trades because they have a they have they already have too many outfielders. Um, but I think they could trade some of those outfielders if they can capitalize on some of their young guys. I think you know that's a team that could really. A, it's it's close to his home. He lives in Vegas, so that's you know true. he's close closer to Vegas. That's a young team that really could build around him and, and really contend over the life of his contract. I think more than some of these other teams, but yeah, I, they, I agree. Just, I, I
0: think, go ahead. No, cause you're right. Cause I, I think that would be, it puts San Diego back on the map. Not that they're not, but they really haven't been the last couple of years. Um, and Hosmer's good. I love Hosmer homegrown Kansas city talent, but, um, yeah. And the only thing San Diego needs is I haven't looked at all their prospects, but I know they have a wealth of them. They just have they don't have any big pitching names though, and I don't know if that's gonna hurt them, but maybe it's all in their system or maybe they're gonna spend still I'm not sure exactly.
1: Yeah, that's true. The the pitching staff is weak. Um like I said, I, I would hope that they could move some of these guys for some some pitchers or some pitching prospects. I mean I, I would think that with the team that they have and the payroll that they have, I would think they could sign I mean, there's still good quality pitchers out there, even to get, you know, kind of like the Cubs had to do a few years ago, right? They went after guys who were really good. I think of a, a Dallas Keuchel caliber. That's kind of like what yeah. the Cubs did a few years ago with Lester, right? He, was, he wasn't he was on the upswing of his career necessarily, you know, and but he's been super valuable for the Cubs. And I could see Keuchel kind of playing that similar role, you know, not the top yeah. and number one ace, but – the kind of guy that you need to help be a part of the core of an anchor of a rotation. Um, He's intimidating. That would be, I think that would be really helpful. I mean, that, that West is is a tough division, but I think the giants are vulnerable. You know, the Rockies are are good, but if they lose it, you know, they could lose Arenado in a year or two, or, you know, I I think the Dodgers are there. There's enough, there is youth there, but I don't think there's enough there that is gonna to continue to be a contender in a couple of years unless they really, you know, make some shifty moves. I I think I mean San Diego's a risk, right? But at this point what what's Harper got to lose? He either goes to Philly, which I don't think he wants to do. I think he'd be there by now if he did. Or he true. He'd go to San Diego and hope things hope things turn out and if not you have great weather and you're close to home.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And and I, I know this is a change coming CBA in a year or two. Something's going to change. I, I think these could be our last 10-year contracts. Like, And I, they might not even be 10-year contracts. I just don't think we're going to see a lot more of those, really. Because teams are learning that, oh, this is not really working. Because if you would ask the Angels off the record, now granted Buhol to the Hall of Fame player, are they thankful for what they're paying him right now? No. And same with Miggy and Detroit, whole oh, of Fame player. But if you ask them, are you guys excited to pay him thirty-three million or whatever it's, it's amount of money the next four years? They would definitely say no. So, it comes back to hurt teams too. Yeah, no, that's true. It, you know,
1: we we've learned a lot. I think baseball has learned a lot in the last ten or fifteen years. And, um, it, yeah, man, there there's some scary things they're talking about in this every sport is dealing with a lot of scary stuff right now. It sounds like in their agreements. And um, I think that's, you know, you see some guys are talking about jumping on the money that's available to them today. Cause they don't know what's going to be there in a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's going to be interesting. So yeah, I, I mean, that's what I want. I want Harper in San Diego. I, I don't know where i will end up. I, I, it's a shame in a sense, because these guys should be the anchors of contending teams and really, you know, building, helping to be to be building an empire to state, help stake their hall of fame case. I mean, thankfully baseball is probably the best sport in terms of electing hall of famers who aren't on winning teams and recognizing the amazing giftingness of individual athletes. Um, But at the same time, you know, I don't think we see those guys win enough uh, to be as appealing. You know, think about the NBA, right? Um, the NBA is super appealing to watch in the finals because there's always the best players there. Um, there's always right. the biggest names, and and not to say that's not true of baseball, but I mean to see Trout missing playoffs year after year because he's playing for a a really incompetent franchise, and. You know, I, I, I've i wanted to see Harper and the Nationals get there. You know, they're just – they're always too top-heavy and haven't been able to get there. And I, I think baseball could really benefit from seeing these guys being a part of something special as a team. And, unfortunately, they're, it doesn't look like they're going to get the opportunity on this contract.
0: Right. So, for fun – I was going through the remaining free agents. Maybe this would be kind of fun. I'm going to kind of rapid fire some names. You tell me if a baseball team should sign him, okay? So here's what we got. (laughs) We have Matt Wieters. Teams have been kicking the tires on him. He's 33. He had a .9 war last season. Will he sign somewhere?
1: Um, I mean, yeah. Someone should sign him to be their second catcher. Yeah, I think I I uh, uh, I mean there's just value in that and it's not that yep. I think he's going to I don't think he's going to be that much better. If he was if he stays healthy, I I think you could see him I think mean, the you could see him hit
0: enough um because yeah. the baseline for catchers is pretty horrible. Right. And if you you need him to catch maybe 30 40 games, that's all you're asking. As a backup catcher. Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, some other names. I'm just kind of scrolling through. Hanley Ramirez. He got cut halfway through the season. Does he play again?
1: I I don't. I think he will. I don't think it'll be yeah. productive. I think someone will sign him after someone's injury. He's an AL only player at this point.
0: Can't Maybe really the, play the field. Will. <laughs> yeah. Something like that's probably that's probably it. I think you're right. <laughs> Yep, there's some other funny names I should mention. Mike Moustakis, that's not funny. He needs to sign somewhere. He's good.
1: <laughs>
0: that dude does need to sign somewhere. I,
1: we, All right, so I know you're a big Moose fan. He was in Milwaukee yeah. last year. Um, I'm a little surprised he's still out there, to be honest. I, I think Moose is, honestly, there's, you know, it's funny because when you look at the free agent market, all the, the lower-level guys, it's, it's the opposite has happened, right? All the lower-level players. They're all signing. Yeah. Because, because they're not waiting. But in the past, every, this is how it works every season. The large free agents set the market. They sign first. And once they yeah. sign, everybody signs within, like, two weeks. Because now everybody's figured out, okay, this is the value of free agency this season. Um, those guys set the market. But there are some big, there are some big quality players out here. Moose being one of them. I mean, Moose is not a star by any means, but hey, the guy, the guy added value to Milwaukee last year for sure. And you know, there he's just one of the guys that are out here that desperately need a job, and they're sitting. There, he wants to get paid. He's he knows he's got to wait until one of the big names signs so that they set the market high for him. Otherwise, he's going to be
0: Settling for a less. Yep. Yeah. Let me just name a couple names. You don't have to answer them, but here's some other names of notable names like Carlos Gonzalez. He still has some value. He's an outfielder. He's waiting. Um, Adam Jones. I know he's 33. We talked about him when we did the Orioles. He could still be like a you know a, a piece for a team, not the defense like he was. But there's some names. There's some old guys probably are done, but maybe a bench bat. There's Matt Holliday who made a resurgence in the end of last year. Hunter Pence just signed with Texas. I did miss that somehow. Um, What are the names? Uh, Don't forget Marwin Gonzalez. Marwin Gonzalez has been,
1: you know, Ben Zobrist-esque level. He's Ben Zobrist with a little more power. Um, Not as good defensively, but, I mean, that's a guy that needs
0: a job too. Yeah, exactly. And uh, who's some other names? There's some names. I mean, I thought Clay Buckholtz had a good resurgence with the Diamondbacks last year. If I'm like the Padres or a team that needs another arm, I go get him. Gio Gonzalez. I'm not really interested in. Uh, there's Edwin Jackson. I hope he's signed somewhere because I want him to set the record. Of course, he you you needs the sign. Of course, quick. you want to talk it's about 13. Edwin Jackson. Yes, my guy. Actually, I don't really like him because he was bad with the Cubs. But. He needs to sign with his 13th or 14th team to, to break uh, who was that? LaTroy Hawkins, I think. I think it's LaTroy Hawkins has the it has to be LaTroy Hawkins.
1: Yeah. Totally has to be LaTroy Hawkins.
0: And then Big Sexy still available. Bartolo Colon. Well, he's signed somewhere. He's 46
1: years old. He, he must. It is not an option. He must be on a – I think there's actually a rule in the CBA that Big Sexy <laughs> has to be on a team. And yes. he probably will sign – he'll probably just sign a minor league deal with the Cubs, and I'm sure he'll, by May he'll be he'll be starting. So don't you fret.
0: Oh, I would love that, actually. I know it's terrible. That means an injury has to happen because the Cubs have a good rotation. But sign me up. I want him in the National League. I want him swinging a bath better for baseball. <laughs>
1: every time. He's actually, totally. Kimbrel. is the only-
0: out there, too yeah why is he well, I know why he hasn't doesn't he want like a hundred million dollars or something like that
1: i I don't I don't think it's a hundred, but he definitely wants he wants big time money that you know isn't always there
0: yeah, and I'm trying to look if there's any other names worth noting Chris Tillman he had some good success, but he kind of he kind of keeps on last
1: year. I you know yeah. looking at the pitchers, I think I think Keiko is another one. You know, he's yeah. I'm sure he's got offers on the table, but you know he's he's never been as good as Corbin was last year. And no, I man, I really want to see Keiko on a good team um, or yeah. or get a good contract. But he's one of those guys who I think he's like realizes. If he takes a deal today, it's not as valuable as it would be if yep. he just waits for the other guys to sign. So,
0: Yeah, it looks like most most of the pitching market has signed. Yeah, you're right. That's, that's pretty much all the names. So a couple of these guys might wait. Fister just retired. He's like, I'm not waiting anymore. So Duck Fister just retired. Uh, today, CC Sabathia announced he's retiring he was after the season. The <laughs> <laughs> teams were
1: hopeful. <hoping. laughs> I I I am sad. I did see the CC announcement. I'm I'm sad about that. It's been a I couldn't believe it. Nineteen years. I mean, wow. it's been unbelievable. He's he's been incredible. Um, I I hope he. Yes. I'm sure he's a surefire Hall of Famer for sure. Um, I think so. A great career. I'm I'm looking I'm looking forward to seeing him in the Hall of Fame. Um, I'm glad he won't be on the. I mean, not that he's any good anymore, but I'm you know still glad to see him not be on the Yankees. Although the albatross of the contract is probably helping to make sure that a
0: Harper and Machado end up there right now.
1: So I'm actually yeah right. I'm actually really thankful CeCe is still
0: playing. <laughs> yeah, they're still paying him 10 million. They keep re-signing him to like 10 million. I know he's not worth that, but for what he's done, I mean, he's quietly been there over ten years already. It's incredible. He's been there a long time. So for a while there, he was on pace. He he had a chance before he got hurt to get near three hundred wins. Because they, I remember years ago, they're like, who else could ever get to that again? And he for a while was on pace, but obviously he's not going to get to that anymore. But I don't obviously I don't think we'll ever see that again. But he was on pace. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's been a great run. So
1: yeah, you know, on the free agent market, I think that really sums it up. We're, we're still waiting. And uh, I think these guys are going to be highly disappointed. I think they're going to be, I, I hate to say it, but I think this is just going to lead to some, I don't even know. I don't even know why they're they're They want to go back and argue stuff about the CBA. I don't even know what they're going to argue about. I mean, just teams yeah. aren't going to spend this kind of money, and it's it's not worth it. It's they're not, you know. We, we we look at sports and and things in a different way. I mean, the only way it's really going to get better, I guess, is if teams can't control young players as long, or if they do, right? Because young, they're willing to play their guys when they're young, you know. I think it's. I, either you make the number of years of team control shorter so that guys become free agents at a younger age, or you're going to have to increase the amount of money that young players can make at at a younger point in their career so that when they hit their late twenties, their early thirties, they're not looking, you know, they've made a lot more money than they wouldn't necessarily Mm -hmm. need to get paid. You know, they're, they're looking to get their biggest payday, at the part of their career where they're trending going to trend down. Um, right. and that's why teams don't want to get pay them. I don't think it's that teams don't want to pay players. I think they just want to be able to pay their best players the most money and they don't want to yep. be paying middle tier guys way more. I mean, it's no different than the workplace, right? Like if you're yeah. your best employees you want, as an employer, you want to reward them and pay them the most. Um, and your, your performers that are not, you know, even if they have been there a long time, you're, if they're not going to perform as well as an owner, you don't want, you're not going to pay them more. It just doesn't make sense to be paying people um, that aren't performing, you know? Uh, right. And you see that. In and football it's not an age. Yeah. And it's not a, and when we talk physical sports, it's it's not an age thing. It's just a hey, this is kind of how the human body works. You know, you peak physically in your in your mid to late twenties, and that's just calling it what it is. It's not not to say that you know these guys aren't worth it. It's not to say that um, they haven't done a lot in their careers, but it, it just doesn't make sense when you think about paying players or, you know, paying these athletes and the best ones, I, right. The best ones are supposed to make the most money. Um, but they don't even, most sports don't even have a good system for that. What they're trying to do to build a winning team is to really, to spread that out and, you know, assign cheap players that are at their peak that they're lower, you know, in their age and their development. And they're also making less money. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's a, I mean, I guess you could theorize raising salary caps or eliminating salary caps. I guess baseball has a all sports really have a soft cap, right? You, yep. you pay more luxury tax if you go over the cap. That's why it's called a soft cap. You're allowed to go over. You're just going to pay a lot of luxury tax. So right. I guess that's the other option is reducing the, Thus, um what am I trying to say reducing the penalty for go over the salary cap that could be another way that they make a change because then you know a team that's not like the for instance the Cubs, may if their penalty wasn't so high for being over the tax threshold, maybe they would sign a guy like Harper
0: correct yeah, I mean that's that's a really valid point, Chris, and we'll be talking more about that. We have about a minute left of the show, less than that, but uh. I appreciate you being on here again. Next time we have you on or Jason, we should talk more about Kyle Murray because we could spend a whole episode talking about him. Um, so we'll probably do that. Uh, we'll probably have our friend Gert host an episode down the road and great, heard great things about his episode. And Gert, we'll, we'll look Gert needs his time.
1: own show. Gert needs his own yeah. show. I'm, I think
0: I, I don't really care
1: about social media, but someone should start a social media campaign for that. For
0: him, yes. And we will start we'll, – we'll ask Gert to start one because I would – I want more of that in my life. So I I, I need that. more of Gert. <laughs> Period. We just need more Gert. Well, thanks, guys. Remember to follow us on Twitter at BBBrosPodcast and follow us on iTunes and get us a rating and a review. Thanks, Chris, for being on here. Thanks, guys. See ya. We'll see you next time.